0: This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 235. Hey there, Veg Zenners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are simply veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki.
1: And this is Larissa. In this
0: episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to review what happens to the body following a sugar binge, which is something that is very common around this time of year.
1: Which is something that's common for me any time of the year.
0: <laughs> and offer some suggestions to mitigate the sugar crash that follows. But first, we have a new rating.
1: Yes, we do. Now this one, if you recall, last week is from was from a listener in Canada. This week is all the way on the other side of the globe in Australia. Awesome. Awesome. And you know, that's
0: one place I really, really, really want to visit someday. Yeah, I just do. don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know. I don't yes, know why. Yes, it is. Just, okay, maybe. Yes, it is.
1: It's going to happen. All right. All right. So uh, this is from Girls Can Drum Too. And yes, they can. Woohoo. Woohoo. Uh, better than a lot of boys. <laughs> See, when
0: I go to Australia, I can. Pull out my guitar and and, uh, jam with Girls Can Drum, too. That's
1: right. All right. And uh, she says, uh, awesome. And the review says, love it. Heaps of tips, ideas, and great recipes. Such an awesome podcast. The presenters are lovely and make it easy to listen to. Highly recommended, even if you're not vegetarian and just looking to get the most from your veggies.
0: Awesome. I got to say, I love Australian accents, too. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful.
1: All right. She has a crush on Zoe Bell, by the way. <laughs> Zoe Just saying. Zoe Bell? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Zoe <laughs> Bell the stunt woman. Yeah. She was in, let's see, uh well she was Uma Thurman's double in Kill Bill. Uh-huh. And then she was in uh what's Death that proof? One? Death Proof. That's uh, a very good yeah. movie. Yeah. That's
1: a good movie. All right. Are we ready to move into the main topic? Yes. Okay. So now let's uh let's talk about how much okay, so first of all Let's say that I have a problem with sugar. Yeah. And so this this, this outline was a little bit tough for me to do just because I had to like... Uh, face the music? Face the... Yes. That's good, though. That's yeah. really good. It, it, it's hard. And uh, so, yeah, it, this was good for me to do this outline. And we just want to preface this by saying that we... We're not really talking about... Um, medical things per se in this episode but we're not doctors so you know because we are mentioning
0: nor do do we play them on
1: tv no we don't (laughs) uh you know since we are dealing with um health things like diabetes and and talking about those things in here always 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 go and check with your doctor before you make any changes to your diet or if you're having issues with um sugar or anything like that talk to your doctor, let them help you. Um, But educate yourself as well. That's right. Okay. With that in mind, let's talk about recommended um, amounts of sugar per day for men and women. So women are, it's advised that you don't exceed six teaspoons or the equivalent of six teaspoons of sugar per day. Now this is, this is, added sugar. So not not the sugar that occurs naturally in fruit or in other whole foods, but this is added or processed sugar. Such as one such as sugar that one might
0: add to their coffee. Shut up.
1: <laughs> um we're not talking about me here. This is about she everyone too much sugar in your coffee. Stop it. All right. So uh women uh should not exceed six teaspoons of sugar per day and men uh nine teaspoons. Stop it.
0: So this is added sugar, though, right? Right, I I know you said this, but this isn't talking about naturally occurring sugar. So if you have an apple or whatever, Mm -hmm. this is heaps of sugar, right?
1: Right. Nobody uses heaps (laughs) of sugar. Stop (laughs) staring at me. All right. All right. So uh, still, you know, even with those guidelines, most people consume way more than that every single day. Most people. It's very true especially here in the U S in this house, <laughs> That's, uh, you said it, not <laughs> me. You said it. All right. So, you know, and added sugars are found primarily in processed foods, um, and, and your sugar bowl, but mm-hmm. processed foods like sugary drinks. So sodas, Kool-Aid, what, whatever, you know, else has added sugar like that. Um, candy baked goods, bread, but also, uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, love, love bread. bread. Channeling our inner oprah, and, okay, so guys, just so you know it's like ten forty five at night, and um, we 're kind of loopy uh, a little goofy, yeah, but uh and i haven't had any sugar tonight, uh, tonight. <laughs> all right, also in canned tomato sauce products, which most people don't think of as having added sugar, but most of them do, so pasta sauces are are notorious for having lots of added sugar, um, pizza sauce, you know, even just like, um, um, what am I trying to say? Pasta sauce. I already said pasta sauce. Right? Yeah.
0: Okay. It's 1045 and I, did we mention that?
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, protein bars also are notorious for having a high amounts of sugar and granola bars. So, and then there are lots more, you know, basically processed foods are really, really oh, yeah. With amongst other things,
0: but sugar definitely. Right. All right, so let's talk about what happens to your body when you eat lots of sugar. And I'm sure this is probably where you were kind of cringing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and um hint,
1: it's not good. <laughs> All right, Spoiler so. alert, it's not good. <laughs> right. All right. So, you know, when you eat sugar, and it doesn't have to be a lot, even even just like a couple of cookies or something, but of course lots is lots worse, but when you eat sugar, you receive a quick burst of energy, or you know, what's called a sugar high. And that's because your body, when you intake that, in whatever form it is, whether it's a cookie or bread or whatever, uh, your body starts to break that sugar down into glucose and release it into your bloodstream. And that's what causes that quick burst of energy. And then in response to the extra glucose in your bloodstream, your body releases insulin from your pancreas to help your cells absorb the glucose and then bring those blood sugar levels back down to normal. And then as the glucose returns to normal the, in, your, in your blood, then you start to have that um, uh, sugar crash. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you you may start to feel jittery and anxious um, and tired and you could get a headache or a stomachache even. And, you know, I've had all of the above at some point or another from eating sugar. And I mean, sometimes sugar will even give me a headache just within a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I still eat it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different show. So, what that's happens? Like Dr. Phil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why is that, Larissa? <laughs> All right. So, what happens to your brain is your brain gets a huge hit of the feel good chemical dopamine. So, this is why some people just are really addicted to it. They're addicted to that really, yeah, that dopamine hit that they get. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this is uh, much more than from sugars found in Whole Foods, right? So, definitely. When we were talking again about you know you eat a candy bar versus an apple,
1: right? Well, and you know one one thing just to mention about the the reason why that is, uh, well, first of all, there are different kinds of sugar, and we we've done episodes on sugar right, in the past right. on different types the different types of sugar. But um, one reason that you get that really big sugar high followed by that crash with processed sugars uh, and added added sugars is because sugar that occurs naturally in whole foods like fruit is all it's the effects of it are kind of uh, slowed down because there's also fiber that's right in those foods and that makes it that makes your body have to work harder to process that and release that uh glucose or fructose in in the case of fruit from those foods. Yeah, that was also I
0: read there was a doctor that was talking about also the difference between drinking orange juice versus eating an orange, which is much better for you than just drinking orange juice for that reason you just said, because at least there is some fiber there that you're consuming with the orange versus just straight up the sugar in the juice.
1: Right. Absolutely. Okay. So that's what happens to your brain. What happens to your mood is um, that over time? If you have, if you know you're, and <laughs> you're looking at me as I'm saying this because you know <laughs> I'm like speaking. I, I try to look away. I try to look away. I was <laughs>
0: checking my my
1: recorder. Here. Uh-huh. Uh, studies have have linked that. Um, link the high sugar intake over time to greater risk of depression in adults. And, you know, if you you know me, you know that I've been eating lots of sugar for a really long time. <laughs> and uh, I do have problems with depression. I, I, granted, you know, I've had problems with depression since I was very young, but I have no doubt that all of the, the sugar that I eat makes that worse. And yeah. you know, and as I, as I'm sitting here saying this, I'm under no, I understand the things that it does to me,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: And you know, when we when when you hear people say, some people hear, oh, sugar is an addiction, sugar is is addictive like drugs, and they say, oh, that's not true, it's true, yeah. you know, it's. And the, she's talking
0: the, just from her experience. I mean, you know, oh, that's- absolutely. I've seen it too. I mean, there's certain, Mm -hmm. and I have to be aware of that too, because I'm not addicted to sugar. I'm, Mm -hmm. I don't by any means eat the best either, but I'm not addicted to it. That's one of the things that's never been something that's been Mm -hmm. an issue for me. So, I mean, I, I, it's, it's kind of helpful to me too, because it makes me not bring certain things into the house and just Mm -hmm. have them here. So that is good, but you can't, you can't do that. I mean, you can't, you can't uh, have that stuff around. Right. Absolutely. All right. So what happens to your joints is that because sugar causes inflammation, inflammation, it causes bad joints. I mean, mm-hmm. your body is inflamed, pain, it's irritated, right? right? It causes uh, causes joint pain. And studies have shown that sugar consumption can increase your risk of developing rheumatoid arthritis, which I completely believe too.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, skin. And you know, it's funny, but you don't think you think that, okay, well, sugar makes you fat, right? <laughs> That's what people say. Well, you shouldn't eat sugar because you'll it'll make you gain weight. But so many people don't realize all of these different things, your skin, your joints, all this stuff. And, you know, it's, it's really bad. Um, but uh, so s- with your skin, sugar can actually make you look older. It can prematurely age your skin. And the way that happens is that sugar attaches to proteins in your bloodstream and creates harmful molecules called AGEs or Advanced Glycation End Products. And I've uh, never heard that before. Me neither. I mean, I've heard that it's not good for your skin, but I've never heard
0: of this advanced glycation end products.
1: Right. But so what it does is it, uh, these AGEs, have been A G E get it age, ha huh? <laughs> Um have have been uh, studies have shown that what they, they do how they work is they damage the collagen and elastin in your skin and those are the components in your skin which keeps uh their protein fibers and they keep your skin youthful and elastic and you know supple and when you have damage to those then you start to get wrinkly and saggy and and you know yucky. Yeah. Not that wrinkles are Yucky, but you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you don't it also don't necessarily effect. look older than you are, right? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're in your twenties, you certainly aren't striving to look like you're in your fifties. <laughs> right, right. All right. So what happens to your liver? So as Larissa talked about earlier, when you have uh, we talked about insulin and how your body releases insulin when you have sugar. So too much added sugar over time may cause your liver to become what we call insulin resistant. And you may hear about this actually is called, being called pre-diabetes, right? Where you right. talk about insulin resistance. When your liver is resistant to insulin, uh, your body isn't able to control blood sugar levels as well. So this can lead to type 2 diabetes, which is something that Larissa is dealing with.
1: All right. absolutely.
0: Sorry, I just put your business out no, there. No, no, it's been out there <laughs> no, You've before. said that. Yeah, you've said again. that before.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, so what happens to your heart is that uh, that excess insulin that, is produced by your body to reduce blood sugar. When you eat all this sugar um, can cause hypertension. It can cause um, heart disease and heart attack and stroke because of all that extra stress that's placed on your arteries.
0: All right, and then your pancreas is actually the organ that reduce I'm sorry, that produces insulin. So if your pancreas is overworked by consistently having to produce extra insulin due to the excess sugar consumption, it's gonna to start to eventually break down. And so when your pancreas stops functioning correctly, and guess what? We need a pancreas. (laughs) Uh, Your blood sugar levels will rise, increasing the risk of type 2 diabetes and heart disease. And I am not a doctor either, but it's never good to have any... I would say it's never good to have any of your organs vulnerable because I would think if you're predisposed to cancer and things like that, you could potentially uh, expose yourself to that.
1: Absolutely. And just just as a side note, uh, whenever I... Hear the word pancreas, I think of pancakes. So now, thanks, thanks to me, you all will too. <laughs> that's just my gift to you. All right, and then you know, finally, uh, as we mentioned, in general, the more sugar you eat, the more you'll weigh. And yeah, I mean, in, and I say in sense. general because. You know there are always these people out there who have crazy metabolisms and they can eat like entire bags of Reese's Pieces every single day and not gain an ounce. And I hate you, but uh, you know in. But general, that's not to that's... say there will be extra. There will
0: be other consequences. Absolutely, to that, right? Just because they weight don't is gain yeah, weight, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know the other thing I was going to say is that uh, it, it's not. J- this is a personal experience, but when I eat candy, when I'm hungry, it doesn't satiate me at all. Mm, no. I'm still hungry. <laughs> so yeah. that's another reason why you could gain weight because your body goes, what is this? Uh, what am I supposed I to do with yeah. it? I'm hungry. It doesn't do right? anything So for me. I eat a candy, but yeah. I'm still hungry. So I add the calories from the candy plus the calories of whatever else I eat. That's exactly true.
1: And then, you know, so whatever sugar your body is not able to absorb through, you know, uh, insulin is gets stored as fat and that adds weight. And then, you know, one study found that people who increased their sugar intake gained about uh, 1.7 pounds in less than two months. Oh, wow. So yeah, wow. that's, that's crazy. All
0: right. So what do
1: I do if I ate too much sugar? What can I do? All right. Well, there are several things that you can do. And I think I, I like this number one uh, tip the best, and that's to eat some protein and some fiber. Now, of course, if you just ate like an entire pie, you're probably not going <laughs> to feel like eating, yeah. but, um, by eating some slow digesting protein and fiber, uh, that will help stabilize your blood sugar. It will prevent a crash, that sugar crash. And then, um, that's good because you don't want to crash like that because when you do, then it's really likely that you'll feel hungry after that and you'll want to eat again which is just what you were yeah, saying exactly. exactly what you were saying right so some great high protein high fiber snack options uh, are an apple with nut butter a hard-boiled egg with some pistachios or um, hummus and veggies and that those are all good combinations of the protein and the fiber
0: all right, another thing you can do is drink some green tea with lemon. Both green tea and lemons are diuretics, which is helpful because that'll help flush out your system. And the kidneys play an important role in filtering sugar out of the bloodstream. So by urinating more often, you're going to keep blood pumping through your kidneys faster. That's awesome.
1: Right, and you know, the the thing is about that is that... Um, Uh, and the same with drinking lots of water and drinking lots of water will kind of help you feel full and not want to eat more, more sugar. Um, It also helps to keep your kidneys processing and, you know, moving stuff through there. And This is good, even though it doesn't actually, you're not actually removing glucose from your system. That's not the way it works, but it helps your kidneys to process and and filter that out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you're, you're going to the bathroom and, and peeing glucose. (laughs) It doesn't work that way, but it's, it's helping to keep things moving and processing. So it's breaking everything down and, and filtering it out.
0: Okay. Another thing you can do is to go to a yoga class or do some other type of exercise along those lines. So eating sweets is very is a very ca- common reaction to stress. And I will say, I see this a lot at work. Mm-hmm. We have these little random candy dishes home. around. <laughs> well, especially at work, like right around 3 p.m., you see a lot of people going and hitting the chocolate dish, uh, the chocolate candy dish or whatever. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with stress. Exercise is a great thing to do after you've eaten too much sugar. because Well, first of all, I think it helps you burn a little bit of that extra... Mm-hmm energy in you and it also helps to prevent a stress related sugar binge sometimes these things are like vicious cycles you get you eat too much sugar then you get stressed and you eat more sugar because you're stressed and you got to kind of mm-hmm. bust out of that so right. uh, exercise is a great wheel to do a great way to deal and um has With other stress, b- benefits yeah. as well yeah
1: right All right. Another thing that you can do, and this this is particularly helpful during the holidays when you know everything's crazy and everybody has sweets everywhere. And you go to the office, and there's like tables full of of Christmas cookies. And you go to you know family gatherings or or parties, and there's just sweet stuff in the stores. Are filled with candy and and uh, Halloween too. It's a good thing. Oh yeah. Um, but so plan ahead for this. By preparing healthy meals for later. So, and you know, we've done podcasts on this also, uh, preparing, like cooking ahead. Uh, But so, you know, and the funny thing about it is eating sugar or other, even other like junk food, like fast food and things, but especially sugar really sets you up to crave more food that's not good for you. Yeah. So things like uh, takeout or fast food or unhealthy snacks, it sets up, like you said, that cycle where your body, you know, gets one bad thing. And it's like, Oh, well, that tastes so good, you know, and it kind of um, sets up that that chain reaction. Yeah. So make sure you have some healthy options already on hand. So if you go to come home from work and you've been snacking on cookies all day because you know margaret at the desk next to you brought in this giant thing of cookies uh and she stresses you out yeah right you hate margaret (laughs) but she makes really good cookies uh so when you come home make sure you've got some stuff that's good and healthy and full of fiber And uh, protein already on hand. So you don't have to come home and say, oh, what am I going to make for dinner? It's going to take an hour. And, you know, I brought Margaret's cookies home. So I'll just eat cookies for dinner, uh, which is totally something I would do. (laughs) (laughs) So don't be me. (laughs) Uh, So things like, uh, you know, cooked grains, uh, rice, quinoa, other grains, you can cook those ahead and keep them in the refrigerator during these crazy weeks, uh, steamed or sauteed vegetables. Same thing. Uh, You can make ahead, um, healthy casseroles or veggie lasagna and, you know, kind of have those out and then you can even portion those and freeze them so that you can just pop something, you know, in the refrigerator when you leave for work in the morning and it'll be thawed by the time you get home. Uh, so yeah, don't be me. Don't eat all the cookies. (laughs) All
0: right. Our last tip here is to eat some probiotic foods. A recent study from Oregon State University showed that bad bacteria in your gut feeds on sugar. And I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was this particular study that was being cited, but I have heard this before. And that can affect your cognitive function. I've heard also your stomach being referred to as your second brain. Right. So this really impacts your cognitive abilities. So add some good bacteria to your, uh, to your, to your body mm. <laughs> by eating some of these foods. Kombucha kombucha
1: we just did an episode kombucha. on that a few weeks ago. yeah
0: uh, that was the secret word of the day kombucha
1: greek yogurt cultured cottage cheese or refrigerated sauerkraut right all right so what did we learn today don't be me <laughs> you know that that is really awesome of you to be very open about
0: that though oh. because some people wouldn't Feel comfortable with doing that, but I think it's a you know, and this just goes to show we uh, we always say nobody's perfect, and uh, if we can learn from each other, then
1: it's a win, right? Right, right. And so, what what was it that that was like the the thing you saw on T shirts in the '80s? Nobody's perfect. <laughs> You remember those? Yes. nerfing. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, that was my. All geeky right. Thing What's for the today. recipe? of <laughs> She's like shot on that up. note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This week's recipe uh, was uh, suggested by Angela Smith in the Peas and Carrots Society. What up, Angela? <laughs> oh, a personal what up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and and the reason I chose this one was uh, because it kind of fits into what we were just talking about about make-ahead healthier things that you can make ahead so this is a recipe for homemade falafel with uh, tahini sauce that's another good word falafel
0: (laughs) tahini is a pretty good word it
1: is all right so uh you can find this uh, link to this recipe in our show notes and this this would be good to make ahead and then just you know have leftover in like pita or whatever for uh, a healthier dinner option
0: all right, and what's the product that we'd like to talk about this week?
1: All right, well, the product you snagged off of uh, the peas and carrots, again, uh, uh, one of our frequent contributors, Awesome Benjamin Raman, posted this in the Peas and Carrots Society on Facebook and um, said that this is a really – what it is is it's a measuring cup. And he gave it a really good um, – recommendation. And then some other people uh, seconded that. So it's called it's a kitchen art pro two cup adjust a cup and is really cool because it measures uh, as most measuring cups do either metric or standard. uh, You can do liquids dry and semi-solid ingredients in it, and that's good because you know we've all got our separate measuring cups for like dry ingredients, and then wet, and then I always like if I'm measuring something that's semi-solid, like coconut oil or something, I'll use a dry one, whatever. But that you can do all, do it all in this one. And it also has... The cup is adjustable. So you can like push up the bottom. So you don't need six measuring cups. That's know, You just need this one and you just adjust the bottom depending on how much you need. So we will have a link to that uh, on Amazon, an Amazon link uh, in our show notes for this episode. And uh, just again, a disclaimer that we always do. This is an affiliate link. So what that means... um, for us is a small commission on any products purchased um, when you click through that link. So it doesn't even have to be this. If you get there and you say, oh, I don't really like this measuring cup, but I need some socks, you know, then as long as you stay in that shopping trip, we get uh, a small commission for any products you purchase. We don't know what you're purchasing so, you know, you don't We're have to worry anonymous. about. Yeah.
0: But, we you don't... know, the, the Lazarus said so we get a couple bucks back and it does to help to support the show. Mm-hmm. And we, it doesn't
1: cost you any money.
0: It doesn't cost you anything extra and this is one way that you can help support us. We have seen an up an uptick in, in this in the just the last couple of months so we really appreciate it, especially right now with the holidays upon us as Larissa said any trip you take using one of that any shopping trip that is you take mm-hmm. using one of our links affiliate links we get credit for that so mm-hmm. we thank you very much we also want to thank our uh, Golden Apple Roundtable folks who support the show through our Patreon campaign at patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen when you head out there you will see a video of Larissa of Larissa and I talking a little bit about the mission of Vegetarian Zen, why we started it, what we hope to accomplish by building this community. And on the right-hand side, you will see support levels everywhere from a dollar to $50 per month. We have several folks that we call our Golden Apple Roundtable that help support the show on a monthly basis and help keep the mics on. Another way you can support us is to head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash, well, actually, just our website. Mm -hmm. Uh, Head out to vegetarianzen.com, and you will see on the right-hand side a Bias a Juice link, which is for one-time support if you're not comfortable in giving on a monthly basis, and you can support us at different levels there. Mm
1: -hmm. All right, before we close out, what is our question of the week? Well, our question of the week is um, for you to give me... Any suggestions for mitigating a sugar binge? So if you if you have any tips that you use to kind of like, if you've eaten too much sugar and you feel icky, um, what makes you feel better? Uh, I'm going to go
0: for one for even starting before you even get there. What helps me a lot, going for a walk. Mm-hmm. Usually mine are stress-related. Whenever so I'm craving you... the, or thinking about going to the candy dish, going for a walk, just mm-hmm. getting up and getting away from my desk will usually cure that. It kind of gets me out of the mindset where when I go after something i know that's not i'm not supposed to be eating or it's not really good for me uh usually if i just change my mind if i, I succumb to it when all i do is fixate on it right mm-hmm. but if i can just change my mindset for a little bit even if it's just even if it's something by, like getting up and going for a walk that would usually do it for me
1: that's true and uh le- let me share just real fast what uh, remember when i told you what i did with the donuts the other day yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I have a mantra that I say, um, and I say it a lot, like when, like when I get up in the morning or when I'm walking the dogs, you know, just walking, and it's very peaceful. Um, so, but I, so my, my mantra is, um, my mind is calm, my heart is grateful, my body is healthy, my soul is content, And uh, the other day I was running to the post office and every time I go to the post office, I have to pass a Shipley's Donuts. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone through that drive through and, you know, gotten a, like a, I usually get just a plain cake donut. And so, you know, in my head, and this is why I say this is an addiction in my head. I, as soon as I get in the car to go to the post office, my brain automatically goes donut. And then I'm like obsessed with that, stupid donut so what i did last time is i started my mantra all the way down there it's about a what five minute drive Mm -hmm. um all the way down there but i added one other one line after the last one so after my uh soul is content i said you don't need that donut (laughs) So I just repeated those five lines for what, 20 minutes that it took me to go to the post office and back. And I didn't get that donut.
0: That's awesome. So
1: yeah, just a little thing. It might help. Awesome. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting
0: vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.